0: episode 260.
1: I was willing to succeed in this or die. That was my thing. I blew 17 prop firm accounts in a row and I said, that was it. One of his students was actually breaking down trades on his YouTube channel for free. And I was like, okay, SMC there, order block there. And then one of his videos, he was mentioning something about liquidity. He was saying price is gonna take this liquidity and he was saying YouTube SNR, not the actual SNR. And I was like, what is he talking about? One day on his Instagram, he got tagged by his buddy or his friend Sharing an entry. The entry was very sharp. And back in the day, I thought SMC is the only strategy you can get a sharp entry like that. So I instantly DM'd the guy. I was like, Did you enter off of that M5 order block? And he was like, I don't use SMC. I was like, Oh, that's what the guy was talking about. That's the actual SNR. My first funded account, it was a 10K prop firm account. I got funded on that. With the payouts I made with that account, I bought an another 100K account and I started growing my capital from there for prop firms back in the day when I was was
0: seven-figure funded. I lost all of that on purpose. Just to clarify, when you say you lost it all on purpose, what does that mean?
1: There is a point where I got emotionally dead with money. So I managed to get over six figures in payouts from prop firms. And one day I decided to take 75K, split it in many accounts, private capital. So I had like seven accounts, probably the first account I had 15K. I took the first trade full margin. I lost it back to zero. The second account on 10K i went full margin it went to 60k and then down to zero on the third attempt i got the account up to 160k and then down to zero until my last account i took so I found consistency before I actually found Malaysian SNR. I found it with ICT strategy. Come on, guys. Malaysian s is way, way better than ICT.
0: Folks, welcome to this new episode here on Trading Out. We've got Zlankatov in the house, a trader over there in Albania of all places. Never had anyone on the show from Albania. Now, he is an ICT trader who transitioned to Malaysian SNR. So we're going to get to hear the pros and cons of each. And we're also going to hear what is possible when you really push things to the limits, which she has done and explains in the show so folks that's coming up now remember we've got a ton of offers from my sponsors so if you do want to get a deal then check them out links in the description here and also we've just started a new build on my robot lab live where you guys can get to see me build out a trading strategy in this case it's a fair value gap strategy looking at the four hour time frame Uh, we got breaks of structure it's very much ICT based and it enters on the 15 minute and a fair value gap in there so there's still time to join in my robot lab live go and Check that out, also links in the description there. And last but not least, we've got a ton of stuff happening here in 2024 on Trading Nut. We've got the live streams all kicking off this coming week. We've got TN Trades, the Trade Ideas channel, so if you want to check that out on Telegram. And we've also got something new I tested, which is going to drop very soon here on the Trading Nut channel. So folks, lot of stuff happening here. Enjoy the episode here with Lankator and we've got a video dropping afterwards where he breaks down what he actually does on a price chart. All right, let's dive in. Our sponsor Blue Guardians, the only prop firm that gives their traders a tool to protect them from hitting their max daily loss and over trading. It's super simple to use. Just set the Guardian protector each day from your dashboard. Did you also know that they've just released an unlimited time evaluation with a zero trading days requirement, giving you plenty of time to hit their low 8 and 4% targets, making it super fast. To get funded. Plus, it's cheaper than the 40-day time limit evaluation. Check out the link and coupon in the description to get 10% off your next Blue Guardian evaluation. Alright, folks, here we are on trading. We've got Zlanka's Tour all the way over there in Algeria, the first Algerian trader we've had on the show. He's an SNR trader, and I know he's been taught very well and has got some massive achievements that he's gonna share with us today on his entire trading journey. Welcome to the show, Zlanka Tour. Thank you for having me here today, Pan. Well, look, um, <laughs> Let's start off with finding out how you got into trading, What where it all started, and uh, we'll follow your journey all the way up till now.
1: So I started trading six years ago, probably that like six, seven years ago. The way I found trading wasn't something interesting. So um, I was just that as broke. So I was finding ways on how to make money online. So one day I had to Google, just like any other kid, how to make money online, make 10 bucks here, 10 bucks there. So one day I came across... Charts, right? Candlesticks. It was it was the thing that actually got my attention. So after doing more research on it, um, I understood uh, how does Trading View work. What's with the Trader Five? So um, I started with Forex. Ended up learning the first strategy, which is the YouTube classic SNR, where an area rejects many times from the top, so it becomes resistance. If it breaks, it acts as support. You know, the classic one that was uh, quite how I
0: started trading rightio okay so so um when you first started did you get mentoring or uh, any anyone teach you
1: um I actually didn't have a penny to get a mentor so it was all on YouTube
0: um and were you working a day job or did you just living at home with family
1: yeah I was with my family since here in Algeria it's um, we're very cultural even um, after we succeed make a lot of money we have um, to take care of our parents and still live with them you know
0: um, okay so so okay so let's let's dive into that sort of journey to where you got profitable i mean i'm guessing it wasn't straightforward so where did where did it start well, off it was
1: actually a very long story before i got profitable I went through many ups and downs. So after learning the YouTube SNR, the classic one, um, I started back testing that strategy, forward testing that for um, probably two years. My first deposit, I still remember to this day, it was on RoboForex. Uh, That was my first ever uh, broker that I deposited and the deposit was $10. So uh, I blew that like just a week after, literally just a week after. And then it's, I just started saying, Oh, Forex doesn't work. This is a scam and all that stuff. Um, try it again, blew another account, all of that stuff. Until I, one day I came across, uh, SMC communities, right. I found this mentor that shared a video on YouTube saying trade like the banks. And I was like, hmm, what's that? That's quite interesting. So after watching that video. I tried to understand what we was saying, all, all that stuff about liquidity, order blocks. I didn't get shit, right? That was all confusing for me. So uh, actually I joined many, many SMC communities before before I found ICT because he's the one that teaches um, SMC very well. You know what I'm saying? So he's the quite the founder of um, the SMC strategy and stuff. So before I found him, I joined like seven, seven mentors from youtube it was all free uh, free videos on youtube Um, after that i did backtest that a lot of time again and i still failed failed many um prop firm accounts failed uh, blown many 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 personal accounts and then one day i found ict himself and i stopped trading for probably a year and studied all of ict mentorships um like the 2016 one
0: 2016 uh, month
1: one up yeah, twenty sixteen mentorship from month one up until uh, month ten. So I didn't have the money to pay for it. It was my friend who actually joined, and I was there with him to learn uh, the ICT stuff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, uh, it didn't go as it didn't go well. Also, because I had a lot of um, it was mentally very hard for me. I used to be not patient. Uh, I used to, yeah. All, this, all all of the bad habits as a trader.
0: So so I mean that, that like I mean, I know you're not an I C T trader now, but I mean like back then Yeah, I'm not an go- I C T trader. Yeah. So back then when you were learning it, I yeah. mean like it's quite a intense, you know, twelve month mentorship. There's like lots of videos. I literally just interviewed someone the other day who said there's so much content and you've got to weed out like go go through all this stuff just to get the little nuggets. I mean, did you find it easy enough to go through and, and- and get it?
1: So, I found consistency before I actually found Malaysian SNR. Okay. I found it with ICT strategy. So, how I did it is I took around six months break without learning any new strategy, not even hearing about trading. And after that, I promised myself I have to do this. I have to make a living. I, I have to make my parents proud of me because we used to be so broke, like that broke. So, uh, I tried so hard. And my first funded account was on February 2021. It was a 10K prop firm account. I got funded on that. And then with uh, the payout I made with that account, I bought an another 100K account. And I started growing my capital from there. I failed some accounts on the side that I didn't really care about because I had uh, small payouts that I could buy more accounts with. So until one day I found one of his students and this is the interesting part of the story one of his students was actually breaking down trades on his YouTube channel for free and I was like okay SMC there okay order block there and then one of one of his videos he updated one and he was mentioning something about liquidity he was saying price is going to take this liquidity and um, he was saying YouTube liquidity not the actual um I'm sorry he was saying YouTube SNR not the actual SNR and I was like What is he talking about? And then he started mentioning that again and again and again until um, I understood that there is something about this um, actual SNR because uh, the only SNR I've known is the classic one where an area rejects many times. From the bottom, it becomes support. From the top, it becomes a resistance. That's the only SNR I've known. And then one day on his Instagram, he he got tagged by his buddy or his friend uh, sharing an entry. And the entry was very sharp. And back in the day, I thought SMC is the only strategy you can get a sharp entry like that. So I instantly DM the guy, like back in, the ha- back in my head, I was like, yeah, it's SMC. It can't be something else. So I was like, did you enter off of that M5 order block? And he was like, I don't use SMC. I was like, oh, that's what the guy was talking about. That's the actual SNR. Yeah. yeah. And I asked him a few more questions. And then he said oh yeah, it's Malaysian SNR. And I was like, oh, is that what the guy was talking about in his YouTube channel? And he was like, yes. And I asked him a few more questions. I want to know more about this. He sent me a list of um, traders that teach the Malaysian SNR. And it was very hard for me to learn that back in the day because there was no English teachers, right? They were all Malaysians. And I, un- I don't understand anything off of that. So uh, I had to get my Malaysian friend To sit down with me, I had uh, seven Malaysian mentors to learn SNR from. And he was there to translate every single word for me, thanks to him. He had to translate every single video for me until I actually got it. But uh, one of the mentors actually spoke English. You got him on your podcast back. Uh, It's uh, Mr. T. Yeah. Shout out to you, my brother. yeah. 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 So we're like a circle of uh, friends, of a uh, group of friends that always tag like each other with entries and stuff. So yeah, that's how You're I right. got into Malaysian. As well. Uh,
0: well, that's crazy. See, so just as well you had a friend that had yeah. like could speak in Mal- Malaysian. I don't even know if I've got any friends that speak Malaysian. Um, yeah. I probably know a lot of yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. that I've interviewed that speak Malaysian, so they can translate. Actually, no, <laughs> I do. Um, right. Okay. So that's uh, that's interesting. So you've you've uh, you've learned you know the Malaysian now from seven people. I mean. Can you sort of distill down how would somebody, you know, listening to the show, if they get seven different views of the same topic, I mean, what what was your tricks and tips to, to distill that down into something that works for you?
1: Nowadays, I don't suggest you go with seven different mentors because Malaysian SNR has been developed and we have a lot of English teachers right now. So you can find the right mentor and just learn that from him and backtest it enough times and you can be profitable with that. Yeah, Um, yeah. actually, these seven mentors, I trade completely different than all of them, all of them. So Mr. T trades with trend lines, and uh, I am not quite a fan of trend lines because I see that from a subjective uh, view. I totally respect the people that use trend lines, and he respects, um, actually, uh, he doesn't use storyline. Storyline is basically the direction on the higher time frame and malaysian snr is known for having a very very accurate um direction basically when we analyze direction it rarely fails us so yeah
0: so so you didn't so you you found your unique style i mean what was uh, what were the elements that you bring into your style
1: um i mainly focus on the higher time frame direction and when i know that price is going to go from point a to point b i stack all my setups and I treat all of them as a swing setup even if it's a scalp entry I'm going to treat it as a swing setup I don't care if it hits my break even I'm going to enter again up until the point B I'm going to stack all my entries there up until point B and that's how I uh, can flip accounts make um, huge percentages on the accounts
0: now, well, now in terms of these like you know let's, let's let's take one of those examples right so if you were going to do like one swing uh you know following the storyline up from a to b how many trades on average do you reckon you'd have within that one swing well it depends
1: on the distance Distance, between points a and point b
0: yeah so let's just take an an example
1: right
0: yeah Yeah, okay thousand pips yeah
1: yeah let's say it's a thousand pips like let's say from 1900 to 2000 if it's Around 1000 pips, I can probably uh, get 100 entries if price tends to pull back a lot. But if it's so volatile and it goes up so fast, it can be around 30 entries, 40 entries like that. So there are many, many uh, entry types between uh, point A and point B. You can enter on M30, you have M30 setups, you have H1 setups, H4 setups, even M15 setups. Some people use engulfing all the way up. Some people use FNR key levels all the way up, it depends.
0: Hey folks, what a you behind me? I'm at BlackBall Markets headquarters here in Auckland, New Zealand. Speaking of views, you can get TradingView paid plans for free at BlackBall Markets, saving you up to $600 a year. That's right, get either the essential plus or premium plans absolutely free, and all you need to do is trade from one lot a month at BlackBall Markets. And you can also get a 100% deposit bonus for your first deposit up to $1,000. All you need to do is click the trading nut link in the description below. Okay, so and of those entries that you're taking, I mean, what do you? How do you manage your risk and how do you manage your stop loss? Because that's kind of the intriguing thing. I mean, do mm. you get stopped out of any of the positions if it doesn't get to point B, or does it always get to point B, or how does it, it all look there when things start to go wrong?
1: Well, I don't. Well, I don't hold all my trades to point B. It depends if I'm trading uh, private capital, if I'm trading on a prop firm, if I'm willing to risk all of that private capital, if I'm just getting a small percentage on that account if i'm growing it slowly so for prop firms back in the day when i was seven figure funded i lost all of that on purpose so uh because i have a very big capital right now i don't really need uh prop firm accounts especially after the mff thing
0: happened So yeah Uh, sorry when you say just to clarify when, when you just just to clarify when you say you lost it all on purpose what does that mean I just like, stopped
1: trading that. I went uh, full okay. margin on some. I just lost uh, okay. some. I, yeah, blew uh, all of It's right. yeah. just a lot of headache for me, yeah, for a yeah. Few, few bucks, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, I used to start with 0.5% risk. I'm totally with starting with prop firms right now, especially if you're not willing to lose all your money because you're not going to be trading your money on prop firms. So I used to start with 0.5% risk until I have that buffer 1%, 2% and then risk all of it plus the 0.5% trying to pass phase 1 in two trades right so uh, yeah because malaysian scenario is known for having a very high win rate with small rr and that's the thing that's uh, quite different than smc so let's say smc you have around 30% win rate with 10 r per trade so you're going to you're going to have around i don't know what's the profit of r can you count that for me
0: um so yeah 10 the... trades, oh, you
1: lose seven yeah, and then win three. So, yeah, that's so like you'd, be, you'd be minus 30, seven plus minus 30. Seven. So
0: you'd be like a uh, year 23. Yeah, yeah. 23. Yeah, 23.
1: So you can do that. Yeah, you can do that with like 12 trades with Malaysian not having 100% win rate. Um, basically, we calculate win rate per week. We don't do it by months or a year. We just, uh, by the end of the week, we count how many trades we took and we look at uh, the win rate. So you can do that in 12 trades, two R per trade, you can get that 24 R without that headache of losing seven trades in a row and how you're gonna be mentally uh, ready to take the eighth trade, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, so so let's just go back, sorry, let's yeah. get back to the risk and stop loss placement on this You know, 1,000 pip move. So, if you, so you, you said you don't yeah. always hold it, well, you're not necessarily gonna hold it to like point B. Um, I'm just trying to think, you know, have you got like a real tight stop loss or is it is it moderate or?
1: So um, if I'm trading normally, I'm willing to grow that account slowly or trade on a prop firm. My stop loss is at 28 pips fixed, 28 always fixed. If I'm willing to flip that account, I go full margin on a 2000 leverage um, and each setup has to be 15 pips max drawdown
0: right okay and so can you walk us through like an example where you have said right i'm going to flip this account what how does that look well what have you what have you managed to do
1: so i managed to get around uh, over six figures uh, in payouts from prop firms and one day i decided to take 75k split it in many accounts private capital Um, so i had like seven accounts probably the first account i had 15k I took the first trade full margin. I lost it back to zero. The second account on 10K, I went full margin. It went to 60K and then down to zero. On the third attempt, I got the account up to 160K and then down to zero. Until at my last account, I took uh, the 10K down to 2K. And then I took the first buy full margin of that 2K with 2,000 leverage from 18... 13 level on gold, I forgot the first buy. And then I kept second it on each setup. So my goal was to find five winning setups in a row. And the difference between each setup, it doesn't have to be more than 150 pips. And the daily and the weekly storyline had to align with each other. So I can catch that 1,000 plus pips move. I'm not saying that we can predict all the time that you can get 1,000 pips, but when it happens, it's your lucky week. You know what I'm saying? So I wait for the daily and the weekly to align. I take these five winning setups and I go full margin with the profit that's running. I took that 2K up to 1.5 million in one week, actually not one week, five trading days plus two days from the next week. And then I got so greedy, I went full margin again, then account started going down and I closed my loss down until 360K.
0: So, hang up, I mean, that that, that that that's sort of like, um you know, it's kind of who wants to be a millionaire scenarios where, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, do you risk? that you know that 60k for the or whatever it is like that 500k for 1.2 million i mean talk us through that like just from a mindset point of view you know living there in algeria you know youngish guy what what do you what on earth did you even see the money did you even consider that money to be yours or what was the thinking there i mean what if you'd what if you'd won that last trade what would you have done with like you know five million dollars probably or whatever just
1: invest it invested in real estate
0: right so it just would just it in real estate probably yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so it would have just gone to reinvestment I
1: mean, uh, there is i mean there is a point where um, i got emotionally dead with money and the point that uh, it was when i got basically comfortable with my life i got few cars few houses my parents can go anywhere eat anywhere whatever they want okay i can do that as well my wife can do that as well so i'm not worried about these things so um after that point you just don't have anything else to do with the money so 75k was nothing for me 500k was nothing for me so um people say okay this is going to bring a lot of controversy people say that Flipping accounts, you can get rich by that. As you can see, many successful traders from pop firms that they do interviews there, they, they say that flipping accounts is impossible. Um, but if you actually go check some of the leaderboards, let's, say, let's take the recent post from my funded effects on their Instagram. They share the leaderboard, okay, where the top trader made 46%, let's say 50%, right? 50%. So let's take 50%. He made 50% with 5% daily drawdown. So let's say he had 100K account. 5% is 5K. So you're telling me he was able to get 50K with only 5K risk per day. So if it's possible and if he did that, that means that 50K to 500K is also possible. And 500K to 5 million is also possible. So people that say getting rich uh, with flipping accounts, it's just so much hard. Uh, harder for them mentally to do so you know because flipping accounts you need a very very strong mental and as i said i
0: i blew six accounts before i got my seventh one to mm. that milestone and, and and what do you say to the, the folks out there and there will be folks in the chat who are going like anyone can say this where's the proof i mean i'm not that i'm not asking you to prove it right now here and now but i mean what what do you say like what's what's the sort of like Proof backup that I oh, yeah I actually did this kind of thing or um you know
1: nowadays it's very easy to fake stuff so I don't really have any type of um, proof to see or anything but I did that in front of my students every setup that I took was taken live and actually recorded and I have videos for that.
0: Okay, cool. Well, look. Uh... Maybe, maybe we can ever look at that like later on, and put it in the other video that we're gonna do. Yeah, for sure. Um, right. so. So that's that's quite an achievement. And I, look, I mean, we interviewed uh, the other guy, Loaded Potato, who's another one of your mentors. And yeah, that he, most, that's my friend. Yeah, and he's he's done uh, he's done similar as well. And look, I know that you know, I I had um, the broker Black Bull. Contact me about another trader they had on their books who we might be able to get on in the future who who done a kind of similar flip in in a couple of days on gold I believe so uh, yeah hopefully that we we can make that happen so it is definitely possible to do this folks so don't so don't get don't get them wrong here um, now uh, what happened, so talk us through this sort of whole. Let's get to the point where, you know, you got numb with money. How did that actually happen? And, you know, because I'm guessing there, you know, it hasn't been like a dramatic amount of time between 2021 and now. So how did that sort of play out from a, you know, I'm at the charts, I'm trading like across the entire New York session or uh, London, New York. You know, you finally got your first prop firm pass. How did that look? Like right back in the day when you passed that first prop firm, you got that first payout. What was the plan? What was the, you know, what? where did you go to next from there?
1: Well, back in the day, the first payouts, of course, feel so good and I got so happy with that. Um, but I don't really remember how you felt back in the day.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so you, so. Okay. So, I mean, what, what, I don't you know. Like, of...
1: I just got an arm off of money. I don't really get emotional when I'm in a trade because I just don't care about that amount. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so when you got your first payout, I mean, what did you do with that payout? From the 10K account, I got $700 as my first payout. Right. And I bought 100K for $499 from my Forex funds. Uh, 100k and then i got my 200 it was very big for me back in the day so i spent that on myself and with that 100k i got around uh 4k as my first payout on that 100k i don't really remember if it was 4k or 3.8k so i actually spent all of that on myself as well my family took them out on dinner we celebrated my payout and i don't know i just Started seeing that this is very possible. I can be a millionaire.
0: You know what I'm saying. And so, what, what was your biggest payout out of all your prop firm trading days?
1: Um, my biggest payout was at thirteen percent.
0: Thirteen percent. Okay, and that was like let's yeah. say you know you had a million fund at that point or over seven figures. So that's that's uh like hundred and there's somebody salary right? It's hundred and thirty thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so th- therefore your 75 grand that you blew up in, into X number of accounts and, uh, and flipped was kind of about half of that. So, yeah. I suppose once you've got the knowledge, it just it's a case of it's never going to disappear, right? You've got that knowledge. You can always a- apply it, reapply it, and reapply it. Um, and no one can take exactly, that away from it's you.
1: Just, yeah, exactly. It just gets mentally hard. The thing about flipping is not the knowledge if you can flip thousand to ten thousand you can flip 10 million to 100 million it's just the capital that makes it harder for you the more money you grow on your account the harder it gets mentally
0: Hmm. now let's let's talk about like so you moved from prop firms onto private equity funding so how did that all come about how did somebody find you or a group of people what happened there
1: no i just use uh brokers normal brokers for that
0: Oh, so, so hang on. It was your equity that you're now trading, not prop firm. Yes, or... it's
1: my equity. Yes. Ah,
0: yes. okay, right. Sorry, I thought it was a private investor equity. Okay, cool. So you're now just doing your own. So you're only just looking for a certain percentage a month that you're you're happy with, and you just walk away with that. And there's no account flips anymore, or you still try that now and um, again? I do account flips now, just for fun.
1: Uh, but I aim for three percent a week on my private equity, let's say my personal money.
0: Okay. Okay. So let's break that yeah. trading down our uh, week down for everyone. So like how does it, how do how does it work out? How does it play out? Um we'll go into some of the stats there. Like what what's for example, out of how many trades are you going to take in a week and how many of those are going to win?
1: So for prop firms, I used to always go for two R per trade with 2% risk after I got that buffer. Okay. So for live account, the first trade, it has to be a low-risk uh, quality setup. And I go 2% on that. And I instantly get my payout at 3 4%. I wait. I don't trade until my payout. Um, I had to secure some profits. But for flipping accounts, my RR, I can't say how much because it depends on how far the price goes. But I don't take partials. I'm not a fan of partials, okay? So on my uh, personal accounts, I take, let's say, 60 trades, out of these 60 trades, I lose 10 and 35 hit break even and only 15 are holding because I treat every single setup as a swing setup.
0: Right. And so that would be a week? You'd take that many in a week or? Uh,
1: yeah, that would be in a week.
0: Okay. Okay. And so so just to get this right again, so you've got on your private, let's go just pure pure private, you know, personal equity. You're looking for like a two to one risk to reward kind of high probability setup with a two percent risk.
1: One hour, I'm one looking hour. for one
0: hour. You're looking for one hour only. Okay, yeah.
1: one hour per week. Yeah, one hour per, one hour week. per week. So that will be three percent risk. Yeah.
0: And on the if you're gonna flip, then you you know it's it's completely different. So you're really only taking like one trade a week on the on the on the live.
1: Yeah, sometimes I'm actually taking one trade a month uh, on my big capital because I'm just looking for consistent profits. That's all I'm looking for uh, right now. Because at the end of the day, you just want to make money.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, and what what uh what markets are you trading? I'm trading only gold. Right. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, right. And so, what about your typical trading day then? I mean, if you're sometimes only taking one trade a month, what does that look like?
1: Um, I just put an alarm on my daily chart. If I have a certain very good quality setup, I just put an alarm there. And if it goes there on that month, I mean, I'm checking my charts every day. So if if it's approaching that level, I go down to my H4, H1, M30 timeframes, looking for that setup to form. And if it forms, I'm just going to put my buyer sell limits and just leave it there. Because um, in Malaysian SNR, we don't really care about uh trading sessions I personally don't so if it, if the setup occurs before Asia in Asia in London in New York I don't really care I'm, I'm taking it and what are just avoiding the first hour when the market opens
0: yeah and what if you're um asleep what happens then and it's your a, a, a setup
1: um, it is what it is if it goes to stop loss then it does
0: okay so so I mean if it sorry if it uh if it If you don't, if you get the alarm when you're asleep and you don't get a chance to get your order on, does that like, you just miss that trade?
1: I would look for another setup because these setups occur many times of the week. So I just Uh, look for one and I don't take the others, yeah.
0: Okay, so it's almost like the higher time frames giving you the setup and then you basically look to get in at any point in time because you know the setup's already triggered. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, now what do you think made you different from... Somebody else out there who's, you know, looking to get into trading and, and struggling along their way.
1: Honestly, if you're looking out to start trading, don't do it. <laughs> Look for something else. It's very, very hard. Okay. It's very hard. I If I would go back um, and see myself going through what I went through again, I would rather stay broke, to be honest.
0: Really? And why was that? What was the hardest part yeah. there that you what that you're thinking about? What was the hardest part?
1: It was just the way that I was trying to learn uh, how to trade, but I had no money to to get any mentor. So I had to go through all of the bullshit that's in YouTube. I watched over, I don't know how many videos or how many hours, but that was just too much. But if you have the money to invest in yourself, okay, I'd rather suggest you go to a mentor Find the mentor, find the strategy. And if you just, because here's the thing, the mentor that you're going to find, he doesn't really have to be a good trader. He can teach that strategy very well. And you can use that um, and be successful with it. Because I actually know some uh, traders that are very bad in trading. They get like a few bucks, but the students that they teach actually are very good. So find a mentor that you can understand what he's teaching and the strategy suits your, um, basic suits your lifestyle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a key one there is a lifestyle. Um, okay. So what do you think, did you have any special traits yourself? Like any characteristics you felt like you had versus somebody else? Like, you know, where you've got an advantage in this?
1: So I was willing to succeed in this or die. That was my thing. Um, My trait, special trait, I think, is not giving a fuck about how much I get or how much I lose, like the money, especially after I got comfortable with my life and few payouts and stuff. I don't really care about um how much I lose. If I lose all the money that I have on my accounts right now, it doesn't really change anything for me. I can start all over again. And so you- it's just like...
0: Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, and can you tell us like the time when you were like at your lowest in this journey where things were like, you know, you're like, I'm about to give up. Can you can you walk us through that time?
1: Yeah, it was when I blew 17 prop firms account and blew some other pers- personal accounts. So I blew 17 prop firm accounts in a row and I said, that was it. I needed a big break. So for me, I actually quit, but after a few months, it just felt like, oh, I can start all over again and this is good, and this might work. If so I do it the right way.
0: And and how does so the seventeen prop firm accounts, was that like trading the S and R or the ICT? Or was it No, it I
1: actually it- uh was trading it was a mix of SMC and the YouTube SNR, like the resistance ah, support okay. and stuff. But yeah, my first SNR, uh, my first problem that I passed with SNR, it was successful. Uh, I, I, because I got quite consistent with ICT before Malaysian SNR.
0: Okay. And so, the, the, I mean, just going back, it reminds me, like, were you doing much back testing of these strategies? I mean, were you going back years to, to test or shorter periods of time?
1: I personally don't suggest you go and back backtest Malaysian SNR, especially with the replay buying. I only suggest you forward test it because I personally, to this day, when I backtest Malaysian SNR on trading view FX replay, um, it, maybe that's just for me, but I get like zero trades in three months. And if I take some trades, I just lose for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, I'd rather forward test than backtest. Take action.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Um, now we actually we've had a few traders to come on and say that recently, where they'd rather you know, just don't worry about the back testing; the the forward testing is where it's at. Uh, now, look, um, what about like, do you have any sort of special mind mindset things that you've come up with across the the course of these years to try and get you in the right headspace for trading or anything you could recommend?
1: Well, my advice to the traders out there that's the most Common thing that I see out of 90% of my students that actually come from SMC because my students all come to me when they see my highlights because I still have my old highlights when I was trading SMC, but now it's all SNR. So they come ask me, hey, bro, did you change from SMC to SNR completely or are you still trading SMC and SNR? Did you combine some of the concepts I uh, actually still trade sometimes your USD using ICT when I see a very, very good setup, but like 90% of my trades are Malaysian SNR. So uh, the, the common thing that I see between these students that come ask me is they keep jumping from a mentorship to another mentorship, from strategy to another strategy without back testing it, forward testing it enough. So uh, the advice that uh, I wanna give is take action. You finish the mentorship, buy that prop firm account, blow it. So what? It doesn't really matter because instead of just jumping from mentorship to another without taking action, there is no point of that. You know what I'm saying? So taking action is um, my advice for you because uh, if you don't take action, you're not going to gain any experience. Mm.
0: So I suppose that the mindset hack there is that you, yeah, you've yeah, you got to, if you've bought a course, go through the whole thing, learn it, back test it, back test it forward test it, <laughs> then get yourself a prop home account or get yourself a personal account, trade it, and it is yeah. what it is, right? It, it is, is it is what it is. You there's a chance you're gonna blow the prop. There's a chance you're gonna blow the personal. But if you've got your risk management right, you might at least keep the personal um and maybe even like, you know, keep longer in the prop, which in theory is gonna be a good thing, right? Because you're gonna be probably using the strategy more and more and more. I mean, what, what about somebody who blows the prop firm account straight away would you say well it's not you know it's not stop there it's like get back in and do some more training and then try again or or then it's like oh now you can move on to another strategy
1: look at why did you fail that prop firm because if you just stupidly risk five percent like blow your account because of the daily drawdown that means you're just a bad trader and your account management risk management is very, very bad. So you have, as I said, you have to start with 0.5% or risk per trade. Go to that 2% buffer, risk 2.5% or even 3% on the next trade. Pass that phase one. Phase two, get that 1.5% as your first trade because um, you got some confidence from phase one. And phase two is quite easier than phase one. So uh, that's the way to go.
0: Now, um... If you had to say to someone, go, go away and study these three things, only three on a price chart, what would they be?
1: Um, higher time frame, daily, weekly chart, and then focus only on H4 and H1 for entries.
0: Right. And what about if you had to recommend somebody go away and study something for a month, what would it be? For a month. So they could master one aspect, what would it be?
1: Um, the storyline. I mean talking from a Malaysian SNR perspective, right?
0: Yeah, so so yeah. Wait,
1: can you it explain? The story basically, line? be the storyline. Uh, the storyline is basically the direction on the higher time frame, as I said, uh, on the daily and the weekly. So the daily and the weekly, basically we have on the daily and the week, basic higher time frame on Malaysian SNR. We work with key levels. So uh, what different what's different from Malaysian SNR and classic SNR is we don't use big zones. We use key levels, just one line, right? And price on the daily and the weekly tends to move from that daily line to another daily line. And you have to know when it's gonna start, when it's gonna stop. So when you're able to identify that, you can take many setups between point A and point B. So the same thing for the weekly, you have to identify if the weekly is bullish or bearish and where it might stop and where is it going to start so sometimes the daily and the weekly are not aligned with each other the daily is bullish the weekly is bearish and what do you do in this scenario is i always say focus on the daily the daily is the most important time frame and when they are both aligned with each other price tends to go for more than 500 800 pips
0: right and it's on gold only right Cool. Okay, cool. There's some good advice here. Look, we're going to dive into some quick five questions here and then wrap this thing up. So start off with how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Uh,
1: Around 4.5 years, four and a half years.
0: Uh, What's your favorite entry setup?
1: My favorite entry setup is right before the storyline changes, I find my CE entry aligned with my M. 30 engulfing alongside with my H1QM. So I'm not sure if they understand what I'm saying, but for the people that know Malaysian SNR, they're quite familiar with uh, that setup, especially my students. And the CE actually is a concept that I learned from ICT. It's the consequent encouragement. It's the 50% of an imbalance, uh, wick or whatever. I personally only use it on wicks. So why I use it is just to refine my, uh, stop-loss price tends to give at least like max five pips drawdown when I have my C entry. So I, I can be able to hold that trade for so many pips alongside with a very small stop-loss. That trade occurs like once in three, four months. Um,
0: cool. Now, I'm going to ask you a different kind of question here. What's what's better, in your opinion, obviously, ICT concepts or SNR malaysian snr
1: so uh, if i would answer a normal person's answer i would say oh yeah no strategy is different than the other it's all about your mental it's all about the trader but come on guys malaysian snr is way way
0: better than icd wow well well okay there you have yeah. it from the horse's mouth now um what about uh your best your, your strategies for exiting and managing trades what would you how would you sort of quickly summarize those
1: uh, how do I exit my entries? So if I'm going from point A to point B, point B has to tell me that I'm going to point C. If it shows me these seven signs, so basically there are seven signs for the storyline, okay? Uh, so if it shows me these one of these signs that I'm willing to go to point C, I take profit like 99% of all my uh, buys or sells depends on the storyline. And I keep 0.01 lots for my screenshots.
0: Offer you screenshots, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, What about, uh, what's your preferred prop firm and trading platform? Look, folks, I know you want the answer to this question. Which broker is this trader using? Now, the answer has been sponsored by Black Bull Markets. So to find the answer out, you're going to need to go over to tradingnut.com, find the show notes page for this guest, and then all will be revealed. Now, uh, do you want to walk us through your worst ever trade? I'll be interested to hear this. My worst ever
1: trade? actually after i got 17 wins in a row so i got 17 wins in a row and then actually it was in these attempts trying to flip that 75k when i split it to many accounts so i had a very low risk setup it was like very very good and i put all my money on it and it it instantly went to my stop loss like five seconds later it hit my stop loss
0: how much was in the how much was in the account at that point 160k. You're kidding. What kind of lot size did you have to put mm. on for that?
1: I'm not really sure. I just have to spam like five lots, five lots, five lots. all Oh, right.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, now, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be?
1: Um, Take action. Basically nice. taking action instead of jumping from mentorship to another. That's the advice that I gave just in a bit.
0: Right. look, before we wrap up, what's the best, best way for traders to get hold of you? Um, uh, On my Instagram, you can DM me there. Look, a big thank you to Zankator for sharing with us today. Everything we discussed here, along with all those links, will be in the show notes, including his Instagram. To find them, Sim- simply search for Zankator, and I'm going to spell it out for you, Z- Z-L-A-N-K-A-T-O-R, in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, uh, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, folks, there you have it. interview done and dusted. Now, we did shoot a video afterwards, so if you do want to check out how he actually sees a chart, trades a Malaysian SNR his way, then go and check that out over there on the Trading Night YouTube channel. Remember, check out those sponsor offers all underneath this video here or in the podcast description. And we've got that Robot Lab Live build just started, fair value gap strategy for our time frame, dropping into the 15. We're building it out. I started the build this week. You're going to get the best deal if you do want to jump on board and grab that right now the price will jump as we build this bot out so now's the time to jump in last but not least we've got those live streams we've got the tea and trade ideas with the mystery trader and also we've got something new coming on the channel so please stay tuned for that dropping this month of january 2024 all right folks have a great trading week and we'll see you in the next one